Welcome back to another Built Elite Podcast. It's Monday Morning Madness. As you can probably tell, my voice is a little bit off today. I'm getting uh, a little bit sick. I think my kiddo caught something and maybe given it to me. So you got to listen to my raspy voice and maybe a couple pauses so I can get some water in me. But today we're talking about things that you should not do in your 20s to propel you down the road of success and get you where you want to go. The first off and the first the, the one that I want to focus on the most and we'll probably breeze over it is motivation is, is in my mind, a creation to prevent you into inaction. We, we've been told that motivation is something that we need to feel before we take action, something that we need to uh, encounter in our lifetime to actually be able to take and move towards our, our, our goals, right? And motivation is supposed to be this, this created feeling over time or, you know, I'm just not feeling motivated today. I'm not feeling up to it. I'm not feeling like doing it. And the biggest misconception, I think, around motivation is that action comes first, right? The rule of of motivation is action first, motivation second, right? And so I asked AI to give me what it would take to be motivated. And it and it's a uh, it's exactly what I I thought it would be. It's action, right? It's action. They they actually laid out 12 different areas to focus on when it comes to motivation. I'm going to read them out to you. So the first one they say is set clear goals. I mean, we we understand goals having a a, a projection to where we need to go gets us set up for success, right? Find your why. What's the purpose in you pursuing that goal, right? What, why are we trying to achieve it? And, and with inner desires, and if we dig deep enough, maybe we could find a reason. Per se, I really want to provide for my family and provide a life and means of, of living to a standard that I never received as a child. And so my deeper why is I never want to put my family in a situation or my kids in a situation that I had to live for. I want to provide for them. I want to be in a position in life that I enjoy and they enjoy and we can all live and a fulfilling life. So my deeper why and why I do things that I do is from my past, from the trauma, the shit that I went through. And that's why I do what I do. So what's your why? Break tasks into smaller steps. So once we get a bigger goal, once we get a uh, maybe a I want to buy a vehicle or I want to buy a house, right? We can break it down incrementally into what do I need to do today? Maybe it's not eating out. Maybe it's saving $20 a day. Maybe it's putting this here and that there and going here and going there. Like we can break it down into daily consistent tasks that you can make every single day, bringing the awareness to the actions that you're taking so that you can move yourself closer to that goal. I mean, realistically, we could look at uh, the housing uh, as an example, right? If you need to save up for a down payment and say your down payment is for fifty thousand dollars you can understand hey i want to read that reach that goal in two years right what would that take today right if i wanted to meet that 50 grand in two years what could i do today to move me closer to that 50 grand so if we can take 50 and divide it by 600 and or 700 and whatever it is days in the next two years how many how much money do i need to save today so that i can move myself one step closer or a week or a month right? We can look at the bigger scram scheme of things, but at the end of the day, we can break it down into incremental, consistent goals that we can take and make every single day. The other one is create a vision board. And I, I really like vision boards. I think they provide more clarity into our actions every single day, right? We, we have an understanding of the bigger picture of where we want to go, why we're taking the actions, and maybe just where it is that we desire to be in our lives 5, 10, 15 years, or maybe even next year, right? If we have that vision board, if we have an idea of where we want to go, then we understand the actions that we're making every single day. And then when that emotional kind of roller coaster starts on that downward swing, we can kind of catch it and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not feeling like going to the gym today. I'm not feeling like cooking dinner. I'm not feeling like eating today. But we understand that the incremental goals will get us there. So it's like, I don't, yeah, I may not feel it, 
but I understand that the actions are going to lead me closer to the goal and the objective. And so a vision gives you an idea of what that life would look like, what you would have, what you would be experiencing, the fulfillment, the moments, the memories, the opportunities, what you can have. Surround yourself with positive people positivity in in general right so if we have negative people toxic people in our lives those are the first to go because they pour in negativity into our life and they pull us further away from our goals and if we can't push those people away or at least build barriers that they will respect then we need to get them out of our lives i some of the the challenges that i have and and uh, I, I speak to quite often is when people have family members that are really negative and it's like i love my family member i want them to be in my life but they're extreme their extreme negative uh, views on life constantly bring me down. And it's like, that's when we implement a barrier. And if they're not willing to respect the barrier, you can love them at a distance, right? And so we can communicate with them. We can go hang out with them. They may be a five-minute person. And that's something I talked about too, is like, we have our five-minute people. We have our five-hour people. We have our five-day people, right? And those people are different in how they serve our lives. Those five-minute people, you may love them. You may want the best for them, but they don't want to take action. They live in a victim mentality. They don't want to uh, help themselves. They don't want to grow and evolve. And that's frustrating for us because we want, we love them. We care for them. We want what's best for them, but they don't want that for themselves. And so we, we limit the amount of exposure we have to them in our lives so that they don't inflict negative shit into our lives. The five-hour people are great people, but again, they're not uh, motivating. They're not positive. You love them, but and being around them is great and you like their company, but there's like, there's this drive for life, this drive that you want to achieve a level of success that you're capable of. And they're just not on that path. They're just like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm a consumer. I, I don't really do much with my life. I go to work, I come back home, I play video games and I don't really do much. But you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's great. Like I love being able to uh, hang out with those people, but it's not somebody that you want to spend five days with right? Those five day people are positive. They're motivating. They're inspiring. They give you the energy, the positivity that you feel like you're on fire and you can go and accomplish anything that you desire in your life because those people are getting after it and they're going after anything and everything they can possibly get their hands on. And those people you want more exposure to. You want more exposure to those people because that positivity pours onto you and helps you achieve the level of the success that you're after. So positivity. Number six was celebrate achievements. Small things, big things. I mean, guys get down to the nitty gritty. Oh, I brush my teeth today. Yay. I don't know if you, you need to get to that. And there was another um, guy, uh, some guy in the Navy that does a college talk when he's like, first thing you do in the morning is you make your bed. And there's a good, uh, I would say, positive outcome into making your bed in the morning, right? It gives you a, a sense of satisfaction. It gives you a sense of, hey, look, if I had a shitty day, at the end of the day, I come home to a well-made bed. And I get the positive side of that, but I would say that achievements in, in the sense of your goals and the direction that you want to take are going to be different. They're going to vary. Taking on the small wins might be what you need to get going, right? Celebrating the fact that you brushed your teeth. I mean, if you haven't brushed your teeth in a week and brushing your teeth is a big win, then sure, celebrate it. But for, for those that I'm speaking to, I'm sure is more than just brushing your teeth, more than just making your bed, right? We're looking at achievements of like, Hey, did I eat my macros today? Hey, did I get my workout in today? Hey, did I get everything that I said I was going to do today done? And if I didn't, it's going to be a non-negotiable for tomorrow. Those are the type of achievements that I'm looking for you to celebrate. And I want you to celebrate them because at the end of the day, I don't want you to feel like you're burnt out, washed out, and you're not making it anywhere, right? You are achieving 
the level of success that you're desiring every single day, every decision you make. And so if you're achieving those decisions by going to the gym, by eating your macros, by doing readings, podcasts, books, whatever it may be, you're pushing that needle just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. It's consistent action every single day, right? So those achievements, those those small little things, I want you to press on on those things, but celebrate them, right? We, what I try to do, with my clients is I always try to push them to a um, positive outcome for the month, right? Or a week, depending on their finances and what they got going on. But I want you to look forward to something, right? If you get a perfect week, I want you to celebrate celebrate with something. Buy yourself something. Buy yourself a, a little treat or something like that. Maybe not in your macro nutrient side, but maybe in like a physical side. Like say for a man, an EDC knife was something that he really desired and say it was a little out of budget. So it turns into a monthly goal, right? If you hit a perfect 30-day streak, let's get you the $200 EDC knife, right? Like we can, we can break down these things, but I want you to celebrate. I want you to reward yourself for being and putting in that effort because it's not necessarily about the destination. It's about the journey, right? We want to enjoy the path. We want to enjoy the journey that we have taken towards the objective that we're on. We don't want to just constantly focus on the end goal because we can fall into that trap. And I have too, right? I've pursued many different areas and things in my life that I've achieved, that I've gotten. And it's like, yay, now what? Right. And it's like, I grinded, I went hard. I didn't, I, I, I may have enjoyed things here and there and there, but I was so focused on achieving that one specific thing that it was like, I, I would screw off over here and screw off over there. It wasn't necessarily the most productive, but eventually when I got there, I was like, Hey, I got it. And, uh, now what, right? It's the journey. It's the process. It's the daily consistency that helps us enjoy the journey. So celebrate those wins, put little things ahead of you that you can look forward to and, and celebrate with, um, establish a routine. These are, uh, this is one of the, one of the biggest ones that I believe serves me the most. Um, a daily routine helps you accomplish the things that are necessary for you to maintain your health without, <laughs> without having to think about it because it's become a part of you. So these routines, these things that we constantly work towards these, um, these systems is created in a sense of pain, struggle, and then maintenance right? It sucks creating a new habit. It sucks creating a new routine. It sucks waking up at four o'clock in the morning every day and going to the gym by five, but we get it done. And that routine helps us set up the reading, the food, nutrition, the gym, the physical, and all of the other aspects of our morning that we like to enjoy, like the peace and quiet, the music, the the gym might have a massage chair. You might work that in for 10 minutes, whatever it may be. You work out that routine so that at the end of that routine, when you go from morning routine into your workday, into mom life, into dad life, whatever it may be, you can come out of that routine knowing that you have taken care of yourself and your nutrition, your physical, all of that. You've taken care of everything that you need for yourself for that day by the morning, by the end of the morning, you're ready to go. Right. And that routine has set you up for success. And eventually, I mean, it sucks to implement, but eventually you get to a point where it's maintenance. You wake up in the morning. It's like, I know I got to do this, this, this. It just happens naturally because it's just become a part of you. Routines are amazing once they become that efficient, but it takes time. It takes struggle. It takes pain. It takes accountability to get you to that routine where it's like, it's just a natural thing that takes place in your life. And so as you work towards a routine or try to nail down a routine, don't think that you're going to be fucking amazing after a week of doing it. It takes months and it takes a good accountability partner. It takes a good person in your life to be able to like, hey, did you get up this morning? Hey, did you do the things that you said you were going to do this morning? Sometimes it takes just that extra little bit to push you over the edge and make you do what is necessary. Stay flexible. Another great one that I believe is is uh, really hard. And I was just talking to a guy about this yesterday. It was like, we have... Uh, 
what we know to be the the main piece to the puzzle. And what I mean by that is like, if you don't go to work today, tomorrow, the next week, the week after that, the next month, you aren't going to be able to pay your bills, right? So the main piece of the puzzle is you doing the things that are necessary so that you can pay your bills, you have a roof over your head, you can feed yourself, you can sleep in a nice warm bed at night, you can shower, you can do those things. We've got the main piece of the puzzle. We call it the main script. So the main script is something that you're going to focus on every single day so that you can move forward, right? Outside of that main script, there are a lot of moving parts. There's your physical health, your mental health, your family, um, activities, extracurricular activities, maybe uh, date night, dinner with family, all these other moving parts, right? And sometimes those things can lack due to the script, due to the main puzzle piece. And we want to focus on making sure that that script, that main script is dialed in right? We understand what it is. We understand what it's going to take and then work around it so that we can make sure that when you get home from work, you show up as father, you show up as husband, right? And so staying flexible in that means that you are malleable, you are flexible into how you are going to operate outside of that script, outside of that main puzzle piece. And sometimes there may be things that come into your life that interject a regular script, a regular puzzle piece, and you need to be willing and able to work around those problems, work around those things, right? It's like, we're carrying a 300 pound ball and there's this tiny little ledge in our path and we just happen to trip over it and now we're tripping with that 300 pound ball. It's like this tiny inconvenience threw us way off path, right? We got to be vigilant and we got to stay flexible around those little areas. So again, when we're on that downward slope on that roller coaster, motivational roller coaster, inspire, ins inspirational roller coaster, motivational or sorry, feelings of, of motivation inspire and then depression, anxiety is like when we're on that downward slope on that, on that roller coaster, we can remain flexible and be able to be like, Hey, I'm going to catch you here, man. That's not where we want to go. Let's go do journaling, meditation, workout, like whatever it is that needs to get you back on that path, right? Stay flexible, connect with your passion. I mean, <clears throat> connecting with your passion is something that I, I believe it really takes time. It really takes vigilant effort, self-awareness, all of these different aspects of you to really connect with that inner purpose. And I know that for, for most people, for most um, individuals that are seeking and after success, they're going to find their passion in serving other people. And I mean that in, in every aspect. It could be lawyer, it could be doctor, it could be a dentist, it could be a tradesman, right? We are serving other people every single day, but we don't understand where we need to be doing that to ignite the passion and fire that we have inside ourselves. And so when you find that passion, when you find that that uh, desire, that inner fire that keeps you enthusiastic and intrinsically motivated to continue the path through the struggles, through those issues and problems that you're going to have to overcome. That passion keeps the ball rolling, right? And these are all, keep in mind, aspects of being motivated, but they're all broken down into little pieces, right? Motivation, again, is just not this feeling. It's a broken down system into what AI believes into 12 different areas. And I do believe it, it, it has served a purpose so far. So let's continue. Number 10, visualize success. I mean, um, if you've ever had the opportunity of watching The Secret, which was great, um, the, the the notes kind of I, that I took away from that is that you can visualize a success. And, and I know Michael Jordan, he uh, may not bring it out into, uh, into light of social media and all that stuff, but he says he meditates, he visualizes every <laughs> visualizes every single shot going in and he 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 visualizes these things because he knows that it's it's a personal it's a physical mental thing that takes place on that court when he throws that ball if he's off just a little bit on that ball if he's off this way that way over down it's not going to go in 
right? And so we visualize it, visualize it, visualize until it is just repetition, until it is just a part of him. And so that when he goes onto the court, it does, he doesn't even have to think about it. It is just him doing that, right? And so if we we can break down the visualization of that success, of that taking place, of that character that we need to become to get the success that we're after, I promise you, <clears throat> visualizing success is going to move the needle. If you don't take it seriously enough, you're missing a big part of it. Seek accountability. I mean, this is, I would say, the outer shell of every, encompassing everything that you need to get you where you want to go. This is this is the outer layer. Accountability from mentors, from other people, from your spouse. Sometimes it's a little bit hard, but but accountability will be the necessary piece to get you where you want to go. Because we can we can take action, we can be independent, and we can force ourselves. But sometimes we lack a little bit of discipline. Sometimes we lack that video camera constantly pointing at us and being keeping us on course to where we need to go and taking the actions that we know are necessary. But having somebody go, hey, did you do that? Hey, did you make that happen today? Hey, you said you were going to do this. Why didn't you do it? Why aren't you doing it? Oh, you didn't feel like get your shit off the couch right now. Let's go. <coughs> and finally, the the last part, number 12, is reflect, reflect on success. And when we look at where we have been, where we are going, we have to understand that we are evolving. We're changing. We're making a different character. We're developing an individual that came from here and is moving over here. And during that process, we need to reflect on the progress that we're making because sometimes it can feel like we have made all of this progress, but we feel like the old person. We feel like we haven't been able to succeed necessarily in the direction we want. We can see maybe a, a physique change. We can see the weight on the scale change. We can see the finances in our bank a little bit better. But when we look in the mirror, we have a struggle between who who we used to be and who we are now and that 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 bind that uh, that path between the two people the person you used to be and the person you're becoming is constantly going to be in flux it's going to be pulling you back and and letting you go a little bit and pulling you back and and when that happens we have to reflect on the success that we have right and that we've we've achieved so far in our lives right the actions that we take consistently every single day we have to reflect on those things and realize and understand that they have served a purpose right they have gotten us here they have gotten us there we have been able to achieve this or get this and we have to be able to reflect on those things and understand that they are on the path to success right they are defining our journey and showing that our actions are actually pushing us further down that path towards that vision and, and, and our passion towards that goal. And so reflecting on that success is a really big part. And mo so motivation broken down into these 12 different parts. I mean, it's not just a simple as feeling motivated to get off the couch and go work out, right? It's broken down into 12 different areas of your life. And so when you think about motivation, think of it as a means to take action in all of these different areas of life and all these different little pieces so that you can take action moving forward. Motivation is not a feeling. It's action. It's action in multiple different areas of your life. So don't fall for the trap of motivation. Stay consistent every single day in your actions. Find that vision. Find that motivation. The other piece that I wanted to discuss today, geez, we went on for a long time on that one. We're 23 minutes already. Geez. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to break down these other ones pretty quickly because we spent a lot of time on that one. The other one for you is that if girls are your main focus, you are going to lose sight of who you are. And what I mean by that is 
you are are becoming a person you are evolving and want to become a different person you want to take on life and and proceed to succeed in everything that you do but women seem to be a, a part of that puzzle right they they seem to be maybe a big part of that puzzle because we maybe we want a family maybe we want kids and so we focus merely on finding ourselves a partner and sometimes peer pressure sometimes the in in the men's groups we can find this little bit of uh i want to say peer pressure but it's more like uh fitting in to push us down a path where it's like, oh man, I found this jet, I found this jet, oh, I slept with this many girls, whatever it may be. And it's in, I want you to understand something. The more you focus on yourself, the more you pour into yourself, the better quality of life you will have. The reason divorce rates are so high, one of the reason divorce rates are so high is because men aren't focused on themselves, they're focused on the women, right? And when you focus on yourself, when you focus on your physical, your mental, your nutrition, your success in your finances, your career, your financial literacy, your knowledge, reading books, all of these things, when you focus merely on that, on leveling the fuck up, you will get the girl. I promise you, she will come into your life, see what you're doing and be like, I want to be a part of that. I want to pour into that. I want to be in essence on that journey, on that path with you so that you can succeed. I want to push you. I want to motivate you. And the thing is now men are looking at this, this picture and they're not focusing on themselves. They're not doing any of those things. They're going, I want girl, I want money. Right. And, and money as bad as we need to breathe, we need it to function in this world. Don't get me wrong. Money is a big thing. But when we focus only on those two pieces, we realize that these women aren't coming on to join us on our journey. They're coming on for a convenient relationship, right? A convenient relationship is, hey, we're both struggling in money. Let's move in together. Oh, now we're now we're together. Now we have to struggle through communication issues. Now we've got to struggle through all these different areas of life that are are going to battle and argue. And, and maybe we're not actually cohesive, right? Maybe we're two big rocks just colliding and it's not making sense. We're not being able to move forward in many different areas and aspects of our relationship. And so when you get into those areas, when you get in, into those relationships, they last anywhere from six months to a year, right? We show, we, we end up showing who we are and they end up showing who they are after about a six month period, right? We go through a honeymoon phase, superfection, all that fun stuff. And then we get it into the nitty gritty. Do you want kids? Where are your finances at? How are your careers going? All of the serious shit that it's like, hey man, if we're going to make this work for the rest of our lives, let's Let's make sure that we've got everything on board and sorted out where as the alternative is you have all of your shit sorted, right? You have your career, you have the desire, you have the goal, you have the vision, you have the mission, you have everything that you desire in your life already sorted out in a plain clarity laid out sheet so that when you are met with another individual on your path, not detouring to go and find and nitpick and, and swipe and find, but on your path to your success, an individual comes along and they're in the spotlight and you're like, hey, you're an attractive human being. I would love to take you out for a date and get to know you and understand who you are and what you desire out of life to see if you would be a good partner or fit for the path and mission and vision that I'm on. And when you go about it that way, you you actually find people, you find a partner that's on the journey with you instead of one, holding you back to not colliding with your mission and vision, having to alter and change and, and become less of who you are, right? And a lot of men, I mean, there's the saying where it's like a lot of men die in their 20s but aren't buried until their 60s or 70s. And it's so true because men find themselves in relationships where the women take on masculine roles. And when they take on these masculine roles, they overcome the man. And the man doesn't have the ability to um, function the way that he is supposed to as a man, right? And she takes over the, the household, then she takes over all the finances, and then she takes over every aspect of your life until you are just the provider. You show up with the money from work, the nine to five that you work, and then you show up and maybe she has dinner, maybe you have to cook dinner, whatever it may be. And, and this 
this whole connection, this whole relationship crashes because it isn't sustainable. When you put a woman into a masculine role, she puts herself into a level of authority where she doesn't need you anymore. And then there's constant conflict. And then there's, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing this. And so it is up to us men to take responsibility and do the things that are necessary for us to level the fuck up so that when the right woman comes along, it's not her colliding and tearing us down. It's her coming along the path and the journey towards the mission and vision because you have laid out the life that you desire and you are after it. You are going after it. So don't focus on the women, focus on yourself. And the other little tidbit I'll throw in there for you is look for the mother of your children, not for the best looking girl, the best one in bed, whatever characteristics, the lust fires at you. Look for the mother of your children. Does she have patience, right? Does she have good communication? Is she going to be a good life partner? Those are the things you want to look for, not just is she going to be good in bed. Everything is an acquired skill. This is something that I've really wanted to touch on today and we're getting into it. We're 30 minutes in. So everything is an acquired skill. Everything that you do today, everything that you push to, everything that you want in your life is going to be an acquired skill. You can one, pay somebody to do something that you don't know how to do. If you don't have the money, then you need to learn, right? If you need the self-awareness, if you need the self-respect, if you need the discipline, if you need the motivation, inspiration, whatever it may be, if you need those things, you need to learn how to get them. You need to learn how to achieve them. You need to learn how to get the skills necessary so that you can do what is necessary to get you where you want to go. So everything is an acquired skill. Reading is an acquired skill. It's not something you're born with, right? We, we have to be taught how to read. And then once we graduate high school, we never want to pick up a book again. I mean, the statistics behind that is staggering. How many people don't pick up? It's like 60 or 70% of people never pick up a book again in their life, which is just insane. Um, I used to be one of those individuals as well. For three, three and a half, three and a half years ago, I started picking up a book a month and it has exponentially pushed my life into a, a growth that I didn't even know that was possible in my communication, relationship, my career, how I operate in life, the opportunities, the networking that I've had, um, the speaking, the everything, all these little aspects of me that I didn't even know that I had to grow to my potential came out of these books, this book that I've been reading every single month um, and has provided exponential growth. So everything is an acquired skill. Reading, I think, is is one of the biggest things that are going to propel you in the right direction. I mean, podcasts are great, too. You can listen to Audible for books. You can do all of these little tidbits and tricks to get you where you want to go. I just want to say that even myself, when it came down to reading, I actually had to listen and physically look and read out of a book to retain the information that I was perceiving from that book. Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow was the first book that I actually read cover to cover and didn't receive any information from it. I read the words. I read the chapters. But I didn't know what the fuck I was reading. I didn't retain any of that information. After that, I slowly progressed. I was retaining a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And now I have to actually break some books like the 48 laws of power. I have to break this book down into two, one or two chapters every week so that I can digest and understand, so that I can digest and understand exactly what it is that I'm reading and why and how it may serve my life. <clears throat> the other piece that I want for you, the other piece to the puzzle uh, in your twenties is your path to success is always going to be in front of you. You have to change and alter your perspectives and beliefs to achieve and actually see the path that's in front of you. And so altering your perspectives and your beliefs and your values come from the knowledge, the books, the mentors, the people that are outside on that thousand foot view and can look at your five foot box and be like, no man, you need to take a left, then a right, and then go straight. <coughs> And when you have those people in your life and you have the knowledge and you are constantly learning and evolving, you can operate from that five foot box very effectively. But having that thousand foot view perspective is always going to be helpful. So keep growing, keep evolving, keep reading books. The other piece that I wanted to push to you is where you are is temporary. 
where you are is going to be a very temporary situation. You could be living in a weird place, living with your parents, living with roommates, in a relationship that maybe not serving you. Where you are is temporary. And the only way to make it temporary is to continue to evolve and grow and, and, and take on that knowledge. Other piece, consumer is consumerism is trying to trap you. They're going to constantly throw distractions and advertisement and consuming things in front of you. They're going to make think products that look cool, that do cool things. And they want you to buy these things. They want you to buy the next best thing, the next best thing, the next best thing. And they want you to do those things. They want you to pay attention to their Netflix. They want you to watch two, three hour movies. They want you to remain distracted. And the reason of that is, is because a strong man in knowledge, in discipline, in physical and mental and nutrition and all these things, a strong man is actually a threat to the system because they... Without going down a deep rabbit hole, they're trying to keep you in a position where you continue to show up and build everybody else's dream. You build the economy, right? And so the ones that actually provide you opportunities to show up and work are the ones that are being not necessarily controlled, but have a bigger agenda. They have a bigger goal in mind, which is to keep expanding, keep growing and keep making more money, right? It's all about money. It's all about greed. We all know this. We don't necessarily want to admit it, but we all know that it's all about greed. It's all about money. And so when you have these big corporations like TELUS and Bell and all these guys, they all kind of work together. They all share their towers and so on so that you have, you know, internet on your phone, but they want you to keep looking at your phone. They want you to stay on your phone as long as possible because you know what? They make money off the advertisement. They want you to keep you on the app as long as they possibly can because if they can put 15, 20, 30, 50, 60, even 100 pieces of advertisement in front of you every single day, they are making money off of every single piece of advertisement they put in front of you. People are paying to put that advertisement in front of you. We used to have radio. We used to have, I mean, a couple people, maybe a small percentage of people still watch television, but they usually PVR and record their shows and then fast forward through all the commercials, right? And so social media and Google and all these other places are doubling down on their advertisement costs because they realize that most people's attentions are on Instagram, on Facebook, on scrolling through TikTok and so on. And so they want you to stay on these apps as long as they possibly can. They're trying to trap you. They're trying to keep you there because they want to make more money. Don't be a victim of consumerism. Don't go out and buy the biggest X thing. Don't try to fit in with all these other people that aren't going to serve you, that aren't going to want the best for you. They're, you don't need them. Focus on you, focus on where you are, what you can do, what you can't do, and evolve and grow and become the best version of yourself. If you're going to go anywhere in life, you need extreme ownership. Anywhere in life, you need extreme ownership because you need to understand that every aspect of your life is in your control. And the things that are outside of your control, the tiny little bits that are outside of your control can be mitigated with preparation, right? <clears throat> we want to avoid divorce then we need to double down on communication. We need to double down on ourselves. We need to understand what it takes to make a proper, healthy, appropriate marriage, right? How we talk to our wife, how we communicate to her, how do we inspire her? How do we motivate her? How do we show up as a better father, a better husband? How do we take care of the daily tasks that need to be taken care of? We need to create a schedule. We need to do all these things that are necessary to cultivate a healthy relationship. If you want something, take ownership of it. Every aspect of your life, if you want to have the physique that you've never had in your entire life, take extreme ownership of your finances because your finances are ultimately going to control the opportunities that you have available to you in your life. That's eating healthy. That's going to the gym. You need money to do those things, right? It is cheap as hell to eat like shit. And there's a purpose for that because then we come in with all the pharmaceutical drugs and the pills and all that shit. And these guys are making bad money off your sickness. And so we need money. We need financial literacy so that we can go to the gym. We can eat healthy. We can have the appropriate food and nutrient dense food to get us where we want to go. Extreme ownership will get you miles in the right direction if you choose to take ownership of, of every aspect of your, of your life and stop playing in the victim mindset. 
if you're going to weather the storms, you need the strong mind and body. Any storm that comes through your life, if it's loss, if it's uh, trouble, if it's an accident, if it's anything, you are lot, uh, more, far more likely to rebound and recover quicker and more effectively if you have a strong mind and a strong body. So, excuse me, feeding the mind, feeding the body the right things will get you in a way better situation to recover from all of these situations, right? And that's why I say extreme ownership and preparation is so huge, right? If you take ownership and, and real strong ownership over your mental and physical health, when these things, when these storms come into your life and they challenge you and they beat you down to the ground, they beat you to your knees and you have to get back up again. If you have a strong mind and a strong body, you will recover 10 times faster than any other individual in this world. The majority of the, the states is obese. So, I mean, you're already in a really great place if you're not obese. Um, the last thing that I really wanted to touch on and, 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 and try to build that outer layer of accountability that I was talking about earlier is if you want to go far, if you want to go far, go with men. If you want to go fast, go alone. And what I mean by that is the faster you want to go, sure, you can go alone, but it's not going to be sustainable. You're going to crash. You're going to hit the floor. You're going to be in a really tough spot. And then you're going to have to re-fucking vamp everything and then try again and shoot and then fall again and then keep up on this roller coaster of shit. And it sucks on that roller coaster of motivation, inspiration, all that shit, all that deep emotional highs and deep emotional lows. We want to stay away from those things. So if you want to go far, find the men that are going to keep you accountable. Find the men that are going to keep you on that path. It is so important to have the right people in your life to get where you want to go. Find these men. Hold them close. Make sure that they have what they need from you and you are getting what you need from them so that you guys can come together and move forward as a crew. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with me for so long today. And if you made it this far, I really want to uh, give you guys a little bit of something. So if, if you've made it this far in the podcast, I have a course, a video course, a notion template, and also a um, worksheet, video worksheet, notion template. I have three things for you that I want to give you completely free, no cost to you at all. Um, if you want those three things, you've made it this far in the podcast. I appreciate you showing up and, and spending this much time with me. I want to give you those three things. Send me a DM on Instagram. It's my first and last name. Go and find me on Instagram. Send me a, a, a message saying more info so that I know you're specifically talking about this. I will shoot you the link to give you all of this just for you. I appreciate you guys. I will see you guys on the next one.